Hello and welcome to All The Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. I'm Owen. And it is lovely to be back together again after what seems like not as long as two weeks. It feels like only a few days that we were last podcasting, um, but it's been absolutely brilliant. To I, I'm going to get myself ridiculously excited over the last few days, um, but I'll save that for the chats. Um, how are you guys both doing? I'm good. Thoroughly enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, same here. Also, I wonder if our listeners um, appreciate the fact that we actually rehearsed the intro today. <laughs> and there wasn't the uh, awkward, I'm <laughs> Yeah. 20 seconds, somebody else pipes in with their name. Yeah, you think after two seasons of doing it remotely, we'd be used to it, but happened. No, no. I think we well, nailed it. Yeah, that's the, thing, the best one the last two years. The other ones are all a bit stilted, uh, but uh, but no, it's really nice to, to see see you guys. Um, I do wonder how many people look at their phone wondering if they, they stop they just stop playing. Oh no, no, just long pause in the podcast. <laughs> I think it's likely that that people go, oh, I think the recording might have stopped it, and, and then like suddenly someone comes in and go, I'm cheese, I'm Owen, I'm Owen cheese. You guys could get blended into this cheese Owen combination. <laughs> Um, maybe somebody else could introduce next time and then that way I wouldn't have that pressure then we have like Terry Cheese or Terry Owen rather than <laughs> Terry Cheese it would feel weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you didn't start us off it would feel weird it would feel weird it would feel very strange but I do like the concept of Terry Cheese my own brand of cheese that would be quite cool but never mind that's, that's a conversation for another day another podcast um, so, have you guys been watching? You've been keeping up? That's the stilted silence. Oh, the stilted silence. Oh, it was a slightly uh, rhetorical question um, because we always watch. <laughs> we always follow. <laughs> I know. Imagine one week you went, you can keep up with, not really. No. Oh, in the podcast, right? That, that, that's that. So, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got so sick of it. Bye. <laughs> we've got together but we don't have anything to talk about because none of us have watched it no that's that's never going to happen that's never going to happen um but goodness um what a couple of weeks and I, I have to say again my predictions my cautious optimism i think has paid off you know not overly confident not arrogant um but certainly not uh pessimistic so warwickshire we disappointing, wasn't it? it? It was disappointing. It was very disappointing. No, Essex, um, by the way, the, the weather. Yeah, no, 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 no. Essex played well. Um, no, the weather. But we said the weather was going to let us down. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't just us, though, was it? I mean, it would have been a washout for for most for everyone. Yeah, we were, everyone was in the same boat. The country was just in a deluge, and cricket and all sports were disrupted that whole those those few days. So I think. To come out with, correct me if I'm wrong, if you obviously do challenge me, if you disagree with me, but I actually think a draw was okay in those circumstances. Not really, given the league table now. I mean, we, given how we were going, you know, we would have been sitting quite comfortably top of the table at the moment, rather than having, you know, one game in hand over Nottingham, who are hot and hot. If you look at the league table, it's all, it's apart from Derbyshire, everyone's, everyone's in a chance of getting those top two positions. 
that 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 Warwickshire game, if we had finished it off uh, the way that I thought the game was going, um, then we would have been had another few points. It would certainly make things more comfortable in the table. I think we played the best game that we could play, given the um, the rain just robbed us of all the time. Redu limiting them to a fairly low score in the first innings, good work, really, really solid, like fielding and bowling performances all around. You just kind of think, though, it'd be much nicer if we, if we are looking ahead, it'd be much nicer to go in with like two wins against an opponent rather than a, a win and a draw or a loss and a draw because those results follow you through into the next round of the competition. Yeah, yeah, cool with that. Yeah, I know the the wind would have stabilised us, but at least it's it's not, to my mind, a lack of effort or uh, a, a poor performance on Essex's part. They played really well, I thought. I thought that was especially given the the previous podcast talking about how a bit, a bit of a bit of a bump in the road, didn't we? Really, a, a month or so ago, and the fact that we came back. What Warwickshire was was really against the, I think it was quite a strong, strong red ball team. Absolutely, and and just looking at people who performed particularly well. I mean, Siddle took six wickets. I mean, how nice to see him performing so well after well, some time. End. It, it was just a, a great display. Um... It was a bit weird not seeing Harmer um, take a wicket in that game. Yeah, that was quite alien. I'm not used to that. And the, and the, and the Durham game as well. Yeah, yeah Twitter kind of blew up. Um, not ours, but uh, at, at that point, to, you know, in terms of uh, people expect, just you just kind of expect to see Harmer's name there. Um, and then lots of people were sort of asking questions as to why. I think it puts a lot of the, the critics for Essex saying, oh, Essex is a one-man team and you just rely on Harmer to take 10 wickets a match. But actually, no, we've got a very strong four-prong four bowling attack when Harmer's one of, one, one of those prongs. You know, we've got... Um, if you look at the, actually look at the stats, you've got Jamie Porter took, I think, um, took four wickets, I think, in that, in that, in that match. And you've got um, Sam Cook, let's go into Durham match, took a couple of wickets, but at an economy rate of 1.8. It's just... Um, so we've got a very, very strong, we've always said like all the years we've been doing it, just we're going back to sort of normal service now where we've got an incredibly strong bowling attack that can rattle through most, most opponents. I don't, we're going to dive down again a bit, but I don't believe the pitch paid that much effect on, on the low scores. I think we're just, just good bowling, really. And it's also overcast conditions does help when we've got four, three swing bowlers. Well, we'll talk about Durham in just a moment, but I do think it's worth just... Um, having a very quick well done for, for Cook and Tendo for getting their half century. So, you know, they contributed well to the the batting side. So Yeah, also I saw someone tweet on uh, to our account about how like, oh, we might be seeing Cook and Tendo's last season together. But I think actually the last couple of performances, I, I can't see them. I mean, I, 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 I can see them in 2022 still being a part of our first 11. I think so. When they're enjoying those kinds of numbers, you know, why would you, you know, hang up your, whatever it is you hang up in cricket? I think as long as they're still having fun, that's the key. 
um it'd be nice to see them like slowly phase out you know do the odd couple of games over the season rather than playing like the full season or doing like a cold stop um at the end because the last thing you want to be is like if you're Alistair Cook and some journeyman does you and you're just like why am I still doing this anymore I think that'd be a, a sad way to end things whereas if you go out like I've achieved everything I don't really care and I'm still having fun then that's like a different way, way altogether I think Cook, Cook will I, be 100% do that um, just because if you look at his England career you know he was still there's no one talking about him being dropped he could have had another few seasons left we were struggling still with our opening partnership since Andrew Strauss uh, I think even to the extent that we're still struggling, we'd probably be him and Burns would be opening with the solid partnership at the moment. And the fact he went, I'm bored of the travelling, um, so I don't want to do it anymore. And he's, he's, been, he's been quite candid in interviews saying that the day he gets up in the morning and doesn't want to do, well, I think he does like a seven-mile run or something in the mornings to keep fit. Um, the day he gets up and he doesn't want to do that seven-mile run, he'll just, just quit. And I reckon she's... I he didn't want this to happen, but I reckon the day when he wakes up in the morning, goes to that run and goes, I can't be bothered anymore, uh, we'll see him have an announcement probably that, that month saying that that's it. Unfortunately. Mm. But I don't see it coming soon. Because he, he still, he's, there, there's a moment on the, where him and Harman were having little races to like, to, from one end of the pitch to the other to do, when they're doing slip. And they seem to having like, just having a lot of fun. And I, so that, that for me shows that yeah, he's still really enjoying it. But, um, whereas I think Tendo, because he hasn't got the Radio 4 stuff that Cook's got to fall back on, um, will uh, we might might carry on going just to make just to top up his pension a bit, you know. Which sounds I know sounds very harsh and and but these are this is a profession, isn't it? You know, all of us, I think all three of us have chosen careers we've, we've actually chosen, which is quite nice. But all you all your dark moments where you, you are doing it because you've got to pay your rent or mortgage. How to respond to that, Chief? I mean, the chef can do what he wants, to be honest. <laughs> if he, however he wants to go, if he ever wants to go at all, he can decide. Yeah. I reckon Tendo will become a history teacher. That's my guess. He loves history. Well, I reckon that someone like Forest School or Bancrofts or what, yeah, because he lives in East London, doesn't he? So one of those big big public schools will probably offer him a contract, you know, do a bit of coaching like Foster did. And then I reckon a bit of teach, get, you know, get used to teaching and then go actually, because I know uh, John Lever's at Bancroft, isn't he? He's a head of cricket there. Yeah. And I know that he does he does his he does pretty bit of cricket, but his main thing is he's a history teacher. I wouldn't be surprised if you see in 20 years' time you hear of uh, Mr. Tender Scarf teaching history at um, Forest or Bancroft's or you know, one of those schools. Yeah. That's my guess. You heard it first. Podcast. Oh, how I would dearly love to sat in the news at some time. Because then, then we not only do you have a shared love of cricket, shared love of teaching as well. Hey, you take from a job. Get a hostage governors. Oh, good. One of the benefits of being, able, being, being ahead. You can appoint your own staff. Although, to be fair, I think I'd, I'd, I'd still be a little bit nervous at uh, interviewing Mr. Tender Scarter. <laughs> just like you've got the job you know so there'd be just a tiny bit of bias there just a tiny bit so 
So let's have a look then. I think we're at that, that point now um, to look at Durham. So excellent performance, I think we'll all agree. Um, and to do it in three days, even better. Um, couple, of, couple of highlights, uh, Pepper. Thought he played really well. I thought he was really unlucky. Unlucky yes. not to get that 100. It would have been really nice to do that in his return back to the first team. It would have been lovely to see that, yeah. Was it 92, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It must be, I wasn't... I, was, I had my doubts when he got named in the 11, but I was really pleased to see he got his 92, you know, um, which is fantastic. Just because of, of looking at second team results, of how much, um, you know, Chopper had been doing really well. Uh, and I do think, I know people will say, well, give, you, give, youth, give youth a chance and stuff, but this is, this, is, this is first team cricket. It's not inclusion cricket. Um, you pick the best 11. And, and, and obviously, they, they don't, we all keep saying we don't see the training ground, and obviously, they, they pick the right man for the job. No, for sure. Well, his previous um, best was, was 22, um, and he was out there for like three and a half hours or something. You know, so to. To be out there for that long and you know to, to hold his resolve um i think i think very very impressive um so you know he's only young as well isn't he i think it's back to what cheese was saying in the last in the last podcast about how you like all the the people you rely upon were collapsing around you and then for you to have that pressure off going well if cook's struggling then i haven't got to, i'm not quite as nervous anymore um, yeah. And then that pressure's off. And you've seen it with like Walter and stuff earlier in the season that when the, the, the main batsmen have collapsed, that the, um, the sort of the, uh, what, what the backup, again, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the second tier batsmen have really, really, really come, really come to their own. It's sort of been a season of like uns, of, of surprising heroes, which is quite nice that we've seen people like Snater, Walter, Pepper come to the fore and, and really save, well, not save, but put in a real good performance for Essex and, and help win the match. And I think it's great because you can turn around and say it's a, it's a full team performance rather than a few superstars. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. What say you, Cheese? I think it's very impressive. Like, it's showing that we've got some depth now, which I think before we never really needed because the first 11 was so strong. But it's nice knowing that there's more than capable people behind the scenes. And, you know, may, we've been a bit harsh, I think, in, in some of them. Like, certainly when we were talking about Walter and Snater, we were surprised. And I think now it's a case of, oh, actually, you have to take, like, sit up and, and take notice of these people coming in because chances are we are replacing people in the first 11 with quality and they are going to come in and perform. Do you think maybe because it's lockdown? You know how like a lot of the England players coming in now have said they're benefited because of lockdown because they had that massive bubble thing, didn't they, last season? Like 18, 18 man squad. They're all that the the, the the up and the rising players really appreciate being around the main first team squad the whole time. Now that they they're coming in and they're really benefiting, you think we may be seeing that at Essex's level where rather than the winter where everyone goes off and plays in you know, great cricket in Australia. So, yeah, the second team is going to play great in Australia or, or maybe provincial cricket in South Africa or, or some some minor league T20 match. But actually, they've been stuck in England as a unit 
and they're 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 in the, in the net against Alistair Cook or in the net against Jamie Porter, and it's uh, and it's you're now seeing that that comes to fruition where they're they're able to step up when needed. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like surrounding yourself with that experience and quality can only be a good thing. Because it's not Essex, you don't think that. You've seen a lot of counties now where um, uh, sort of second team, so fringe players have really come to the fore. Like Hamid at uh, Nottinghamshire is a classic example, isn't it? You know, someone who's written off in their career, really, but now is back in the England squad after, what, four years away? So. Which is hopefully to our benefit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that soon. Um, I, I did want to just look at, because obviously, Given that there's only two, there's only three days, um, someone else who we'd, we'd not given huge credit to, we'd have got 81 on day two. And he's not someone that we've, I don't think he's been represented brilliantly on our podcast. Well, he's following Foster, wasn't he? And it's hard to, yeah. you know. But that's. <laughs> But I think if we're going to highlight Pepper's performance, I think we do have to, we do, we do have to give you know props to Wita, um, for getting for getting eighty one. I mean, I know I know it's not a ninety two, and it's not like you know a few off a century, but you know that's a significant contribution. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that kind of innings really puts the match in your favour at that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I would love to sort of choose with depth and square. I would love to see a like a second keeper come to the fore and that challenge that spot. I think just decidedly competition improves results. So I think that would, would raise the game. Because I've noticed that Wheat has made a few errors. Nothing like where we've it's cost the match or anything like that, but just a few times the ball's come through, just that come through for a dot ball and he's just dropped it. And it's luckily, luckily none of those have been edges. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I just think that's easy showing himself to be, you know, bit more of an all-rounder at this point I don't know. But there you go just 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 thinking out loud um so the question here is now are we going to be repeating the same kind of success and strength of performance um now we we move towards uh, nottinghamshire we've got to we've got to win it there's no, there's no... Uh, it, it's the, the, yeah but the, in reality uh, do we think that we're going to we, we absolutely we, we know we need to but what, what are our thoughts in terms of likelihood of a win? The draw or loss is, is not, it's not an option. I think given the England's squad selection, it makes our task a little bit easier compared to last time. Mm-hmm. it's still going to be really tough and I think you know it's must win we lose it and I could see us not making the the top division in the next round yeah I agree let's 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 play the optimists here I think given Nottinghamshire have lost the seventh best bowler in the world, as the rankings currently show, um, that's going to have a huge impact, isn't it, on, on their performances? So um, I think 
we should be right. Yeah, and as we know, Hasib Hamid has been called up. Um, so he's been replaced by Ben Compton now. Do, do we know anything about Ben Compton? I, I've not heard him before. Unless he's a little East Midlands, I don't really follow them, so. No, no. But the way Nottinghamshire are speaking about the match, that they are saying that they are feeling very confident and that there is no reason why they can't win at Chelmsford. You're not going to put on your official website. They might lose. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we just, we're not turning up. We're going to take the second 11. Um, <laughs> just write this one off. I know, I just, I find it fascinating. So, because I, tr- I trawled the, other, the opposition's website and uh, they, they literally, they all say the same thing. Um, you know, it's, they're, they're confident we can do well against Essex, that kind of thing. Um, and Chums is a good wickets. They've got three or four seamers who, who do well um, and Simon Harmer and but they, they literally all say the same thing. What's nice so, is on our website, we never me- never seem to mention the opposition much. No. It's as a confidence that, like, whoever we face, it doesn't really matter who we face, the 11 we face against, we've got a good chance of winning it. There's no team in the country that, that you know, overawes us. Which no, is nice. We, we don't even have to worry about that. I, I'm, I'm very confident next week. I think we're seeing return to normal service. By normal service, I mean extremely high levels of cricket. Um, and and I don't think we're not team with, with with one of their best players removed. I mean, there's, there's got to be a reason why they've struggled in the last couple of years, and I think it is the fact that they have England call-ups. Um, look, when you go back to Surrey of the early noughties, you know, when they had a fantastic squad, but they were, all of them played national cricket, and they didn't achieve much. I think we're seeing the same with Hoxley, not Nottinghamshire. Whereas Essex, we've only lost one one player, um, so. Fingers crossed. And if Pepper can achieve what he's achieving again, even just half that, um, and like a nice 40 odd knock, that'd be fantastic. He batted well in the second innings as well. It wasn't as a, it wasn't as a one-hit wonder. No, no, it wasn't. He played well across the whole game. So, you know, maybe he's someone who perhaps over the next sort of season or two, he's someone we should be keeping our eye on. Um, you know, he's 22 years old. I think when do they when do cricketers tend to start to sort of settle into the to, to the game sort of 24 25 years old yeah. and they really kind of find their feet so you know i'll be excited it's like rugby see. isn't it yeah 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 mid-20s yeah we to see how that develops so county gonna win for nottinghamshire um and then the next thing the biggie the exciting thing t20 Okay, um, I don't follow this stuff. When is the 100? I haven't been paying attention. Uh, totally not. August? Because there's one competition that coincides with the 100, isn't it? That we got a chance of winning because only one of our players is playing the 100. Yeah. Is that the, is that the one day thing? The Royal London Cup? Must be because the T. Yeah, yeah, ignore me because test matches are on at the same time as the T. Twenty. Ignore me. Yeah, I think we'll struggle. Hmm. I see two thousand nineteen as a bit of a blip. A blip. Two thousand twenty. Yeah, I. I, I wasn't sure if you said it would be a bit of a struggle or it won't be a struggle. Oh well, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, I'll be really confident. Yeah, we'll breeze through it. Um, <laughs> I think we str- I, we struggle every year to switch between the red ball and the white ball. 
even though we haven't, we're not blessed with those squads, you know, where they just go, oh, here's our red ball, white ball specialists, here's our red ball specialists. Like Yorkshire can do, like Middlesex do, you know, and just, um, I think we do struggle with that, that, that switching mentality. We don't seem to be struggling the other way around, going from white ball to red ball, but, uh, but we do. I do worry that, yeah, other teams are just just are just stronger than us in that regard. Especially if we lost like like that Delport has gone. So yeah, I, oh, we were going to bring in a second teamer rather than another superstar. Well, at least I can't get him in trouble again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Cheese? Um, I think winning it was a bit of. A little bit of a fluke, but also, you know, it, you can't really fluke it without having the talent and effort being put in at the same time. Um, I think it's going to be very tough. Normally, we, we go through a white ball period where we sort of lament how bad we are at the shorter formats and then ease ourselves into the, t- the 2020s. That's not going to happen this time. Um, but who knows? Maybe we've harmed captain in the the twenty twenty side again. It will be different, and it will actually be you know super swingy, very aggressive um, gameplay, and we'll do well again. Fantastic. Well, I noticed that whenever we say things are going, aren't going very well, they go really well. Like we we doubted Snater and then he went out and smashed it. So fingers crossed. By me saying things aren't going very well, we'll just breathe through the group stage. We'll just be super negative for the rest of the, the season and then come home with three trophies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I might start off by saying, yeah, there we go for yeah, for Nottingham. Pepper's gonna have a stinker, a cook's gonna get golden duck, and um and uh, reporters in the bowl of no balls. That's my prediction. Let's see what happens now. So if we do that in every podcast, then no one will listen, but everyone will be happy. Because we're doing well. I don't know. We want Arsenal fan TV. We'll leave a slag off Arsenal, isn't it? They get loads of views. We want we do. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Actually, it might, it might be this. The next season when the crowds are back, and just get cheese outside of a Chelmsford ranting on New Ritual Street. So tired, Robbie. <laughs> it just won't be the thing, is though. It won't be the same because it'll just be you next to some houses rather than like <laughs> this massive stadium. Well, that's our that's our relationship with um, BBC Essex down the pan. Speaking of which, you were on the Victoria Poly show. Yes, I was on Saturday. Um, we talked about um, the was it Saturday gone? We talked about how we were doing um, in the game so far. Um, we basically slated the weather for letting us down, um, and then. Out of nowhere, the, the the sort of two three minutes were were up, and uh, and then I, we were on the chat afterwards. And uh, next time we speak, we're going to talk about um, experiences of of playing cricket rather than just watching. Uh, so that'll be quite nice. Of course, um, but, but they really We don't talk about much of our actually talk on our podcast about the women's side of things, but I think what Essex do with the women's side of cricket is amazing. As a club cricketer, you see you're seeing it come through with the young young women come through, um, and they are on par with the boys now. Because they've been coached from the same age and the same standards, so you are seeing. And I think, you, you know how, like in the, like twenty years ago, a lot of the South Asian community helped prop up the numbers in club cricket. So we now got Essex. I don't know if you've known about it, actually. Essex got a very very healthy club scene compared to most counties. And I reckon in ten years' time, you've seen the women not just 
pop-up club cricket, but expand the club game. I hope to go unisex in some divisions. Um, so yeah, I think, it's, I think yeah, Victoria's in a promote women's cricket. That's brilliant. No, she is. She's a, she's a huge supporter, and uh, and she she will absolutely be um, promoting uh, women's cricket. Um, I get to see a lot of Essex players. So I, as you guys know, I, I play very very low level cricket. Um, but the the team, some of the teams that I play for, one of the teams that I play for, um, plays against some very competitive sides. Um, and so I've had the privilege of playing against quite a few Essex ladies players. Maddie um, Billy's play, isn't he? I, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> to be fair, I, had, I, I struggled to concentrate on the game because I was a bit starstruck. But you, you know, when you you see, you know, you guys won't empathize with this because you're men but you know when you see a female role model you think oh my god this is amazing if only i'd had that kind of experience as a child kind of coming through um i'm not saying i'd have been brilliant or anything but you know you know she's she's a fantastic female role model for young cricketers and and it was so nice you beat yourself sorry Am I back? You're back. back now, yeah, back now, yeah. When did you lose me? That was like the bit in Forrest Gump, you know, he makes that really moving speech and like no one, no one, <laughs> no hear one hears it. <laughs> no one hears. You look so animated. It was going to be passionate. It was heartfelt, but. Oh, it really was. It really was. You got to finish off with that. That's... Can you finish the podcast off? Are you just doing the Forrest Gump thing? That's all I've got to say about that. Yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. <laughs> i get to it. No, it was just really nice to see the other young players, you know, standing straighter wanting to perform because you know they basically had like their their idol on the pitch that was really really nice to see anyway i think we're almost at the end so we are saying we are going to win against nottinghamshire we're optimistic with a little bit of tempering of of uh caution with the t20 and uh, we're going to bask in our durham success does that sound about right yes that's good spawn fantastic in which case that's all i have to say about that that didn't sound quite as good i mean yeah we'll rehearse that we'll rehearse that we'll rehearse that one anyway it's been lovely lovely to see both of you um i look forward to seeing you in two weeks time and hopefully we'll be talking about more successes um so it's goodbye from me goodbye from me thank you for me don't forget to follow us on twitter and we'll see you soon Bye.